Welcome to Ready Layer One. It's a crypto podcast that focuses on the near ecosystem. This week, we interview Peter, the CEO of Here Wallet. What is super exciting about what they're doing is they're a mobile-first wallet, and so they're really the first one on near. And they're not just building a wallet; they're building a whole set of tools, and they're open sourcing a lot of stuff, and they're really trying to advance the ecosystem. The more projects we talk to that are wallets, the more I'm starting to realize like how important a wallet's going to be, right? Like right. Peter actually says wallets are basically like the browsers of Web3, right? Like Safari, Chrome, all those things. They're going to be wallets in the future, which once you once right. I start to like click there, I'm like, oh, okay. Then I start thinking of like what the next super app could be. And that's going to, I think it's going to be a wallet. You know, I could see a right. super app working because it's decentralization. Like I wouldn't want a centralized super app that like some CEO could just, you know, kick me off Turn of it. They didn't sure. like what I say. 100 percent sure yeah absolutely and i think this is a great conversation because it talks about the importance of not just building on something but also contributing back to what you're building on which is a whole different ethos in web 3 versus web 2 yeah and you and him get into some dev talk which is great too you know really get into like some details which i think some people appreciate <laughs> yeah definitely a little bit of dev talk on this one yeah <laughs> all right we hope you enjoy i really wanted to have you on because there's a couple different things that I think is happening with Here Wallet that I think are unique and special that I think is really worthwhile talking about. So and no particular order, I think we can kind of go through all of these. But some of the things that I really appreciated, one is uh, the mobile app itself is really slick. It's really smooth. Uh, and that staking piece that you brought up, I would love to kind of talk more about how that's working works for you guys. The share by phone number is super clever. So I really wanted yeah. to talk about that and kind of how how you're doing that, how you're managing that. Uh, and then the last part is uh, you guys are really doing a lot for the ecosystem. Uh, you guys are building a lot of and open sourcing a lot of tools. And there's some really cool stuff that's going on there. And to me, that's so important as, I guess, trust in what you're trying to do. So as Jared was starting to say about like, well, it's just so important to the whole crypto experience. But on top of that, you know, you need to make sure that you can really truly trust your wallet providers. And as part of it is obviously going through audits. But I think otherwise, too, it's like the investment into the ecosystem, um, you know, like going through some of your tools. I've been playing around with some of the stuff, especially the stuff in Python. As like, It's just it's really clever. It's really helpful. And it's accelerating the development on near without needing near to like the near foundation pagoda to contribute so i think that's really a special piece of what you guys are trying to do so maybe we can start there like what is your thought process on being part of the ecosystem more than just providing a product thank you for questions um i guess so about the open source which we do uh sometimes uh the problem with new ecosystem now that it is super early stage and uh, they were really basic tools like convenient library, convenient SDK, convenient tools to uh, like subscribe to events uh, on the pretty old stage. It's uh, the the couple projects now. There are a lot of bugs. It's uh, the we 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 need really lot make a lot of over engineering to use them. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we started to build the the, the here wallet, we our positions that we do all by own. We don't trust to centralize decision. So if we do index here, uh, we have to do it by our side because we have a lot of users. And if something happened with index here, it's not about just our our deal. 
we will provide the incorrect data for all our users. And it could be really, really, really dangerous. And we understand that we have to build infrastructure on our side to be to be safe and to to be full control on the what what's happened. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, we we build it, so we uh, we we spend a lot of power to to create the tools. But then we see, okay, so uh, now the Pagoda decision it's centralized. Also, Pagoda do a lot of stuff bad, like in general in, in the ideology. And uh, yeah. we we can make tools open source. More people do it decentralized. It's most more stable ecosystem. It's uh, more developers who like, for example, the pioneer, the more developers who will explore. Okay, it's super easy. I near what is near. I can get it and send it my Telegram bot by phone number from one line of code, and it's mm -hmm. offer which attach new users uh, uh, to to expose the near. Like if even you do like the basic services, like you you create Telegram bot gambling you know um and yeah you you create your basic uh, like services with the tickets and you mm -hmm. can integrate your web tree in a couple line of code you don't need to understand fully how it's work you just send by phone number you ask you in event bright you can ask your users phone number and send for them tickets in nfc it's a kind of long-term work which we all, all all we have to do to attach more people more developers make a system now and uh, uh, we think it's very really important to to see the near success after one year. That's why we do it. Okay, sure. I'm I'm gonna jump in from like because you, you guys I'm just doing quick little jump ins because this seems very technical and stuff. So your your here wallet can send an NFT with a phone number list. Phone uh, new library can uh, phone number not yet. There's some restriction from Apple side, but okay. on Android it will. Cool. All right. <laughs> I'm just jumping in for things that I'm, because I'm all about use cases. 2023 is the year of like, okay, I could see that. So you are a, a club promoter or you have a conference or you have a get together of 50 people and you have a phone number list or you get a phone number list. You collect a phone number list. You have a, you have an email list with people's phone numbers. You can fire off NFTs to them and, get, you know, like I'm just seeing like, how will somebody non-Web3 use this? And that's like a great, I can see that being used a lot. It was happened with Santa tokens. Um, I, I, uh, did you solve our Santa tokens program in, in the December? Mm -hmm. Have you tested? I got, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I sent Jared some Santa tokens, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah great. So uh, we attached more than 6,000 people who just uh, received the Santa token from their friends as mm -hmm. a merchant gift. And uh, yeah, and we have really a lot of preload requests from Android because it's really basic use cases. It's a merchant surprise. You can gift something interesting to your friends using mm -hmm. their phone number and people send it to the friends, to the family. Yeah, there was a few percent of the scams, of course, uh, but in general, the people explore the really web two features and what they actually did, they sent fungible token on near protocol to his friends. His friends create account on near, receive fungible token, you know, he does so many stuff in web three. And he just right. click on link. So uh, it's also about the use cases, about the NFT link drop. So the, you write about the NFT, the fungible token, it can touch really a lot Web2 users in Web3 now. It's a, one of the our our goal, oh, why we do this. No, that that's, that's really interesting. And I, I think, you know, one of the things that really has probably helps, I think, too, is when you're inside the mobile app, it's everything is very simple. Like it never feels like that I'm doing something that is like super high tech or scary because one, like you're using fun and nice graphics everywhere. Uh, it's really clear. And 
I, it feels like you've stripped a lot away, you know, to just really make it simple. So my, I guess like my larger question here is like, have you built other products before that like led you to be this thoughtful about building this wallet? Um, Cause it's, it's really, it's an impressive product to put out, even though it's still like, probably in its early stages. I was just wondering, like, like, have you built other things that then said led you to this point? We, my previous job was in early, really early startup in New York. It was Oops Finance, and uh, we built uh, uh, we built application for um, manage your purchases. So, how many did you spend for rent? How many did you spend for food? And mm -hmm. uh, we did a lot of progress how to make the super simple design. We iterate. We less the buttons we checked if you make really simple interface it's really good point for users daily active for users retention if users can solve the problem in couple click it's uh it's highly important and uh, also our designer my my my, my co-founder nick he has really a lot of background he he worked in uh, uh he had a startup studio and he did a startup interfa interface for a lot of startup in silicon valley as well and uh, mm -hmm. he, he did really a lot of experiments with UI UX. And uh, uh, I really like the process how we, which we have now. So we get feedback, which rate, which, which stuff is difficult for users now, how make it more easy, how make it in one click, what you don't understand, what you don't need to understand. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very thoughtful. Uh, yeah, you guys have really done a nice job with that. Yeah, so I guess that our background help us to, to build the here. Uh, and also we make a lot of focus on it. We think it's very important. Mm -hmm. So one of the features that I, I think is worth talking about because it comes up uh, more and more and, and we run a validator. So we've talked about staking a lot. Uh, but you do have a staking mechanism in there. Uh, and it's very similar, feels similar to like a liquid staking provider, like a Metapool. Yet uh, it's instant. Um, it doesn't, I don't believe you have any real fees attached to it. Um, so how is that, how does that work for you guys? What's going on there? The here staking is, uh, the main feature is, uh, free instance and staking. So it's unlocked for you a lot of features. You can make transfer and stake it on background, make a transaction and you don't feel, well, don't feel that you stake something. So people in here wallet, 85% of people in here wallet stake, stake new, because mm -hmm. you just click agree. When you make any transaction, we are staking on background and then you use your new. You don't need open tokens, swap it, and the same. It is possible mm -hmm. because we have instance withdraw free uh, zero commission. Uh, it worked because uh, we have some uh, here, here staking work as a bank. So all people store money on one smart contract. We stake 90% of them around the 19. We have machine learning model who predicted and we have 10% free for liquidity. And uh, when you come to your ATM, you can put your chase card in your bank withdraw money and actually in the chase bank they honored your money they they make loans they invest in some stuff but you mm -hmm. don't think about it you put your card you get your cash and it's actually what people do now so they they put in here in here storage use the free liquidity get mm -hmm. the money free and uh, they can use it anytime because it's uh, really few people who withdraw money instantly uh, we we have machine learning model who predict uh, the volatility of the market, the history, the history of each people habits, and we try to predict how much money will be withdraw on the next three days, and we do rebalance regularly to be safe. Uh, uh, how how it works? Uh, yeah, and uh, it's a 
people have a little smaller APY now, but at the same time, they have, uh, they don't need open website, uh, withdraw money, make transaction, check the different liquid staking protocol, uh, pay commission. So for 95% of people, it's a better offer. It's what Binance do with flexible IP. So mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's really, that's really interesting because the, I guess, again, like the concept for most people coming not in crypto is like you said, that more traditional banking model. I should be able to take my funds back and forth. Yet in crypto, we've been now saying like, oh, I have to lock my funds and everything else. And even, you know, like you said, like like in Metapool, like if I pull it out too early, I pull it instantly, I'm paying a fee. So to, again, bring that model back to the new user to say like, oh, no, no, this is feels the same. Like, you know, we're not going to give you all these different rules, everything else. Uh, again, I, feel, I just feel like you're really making nice strides towards that. Is that something that you're going to continue to expand upon? Or is that kind of just like leaving that main feature as it is? Uh, no, it's a, it's a complex. So we, we, we have to build the wallet, which any Web2 users can use without understanding a lot of concept. So mm-hmm. if you want to make margin deal, if you want to make short, you don't need to go to a uh, lending protocol, get money, uh, sell it. So if you make want to make a short, like on Robinhood, you can make, you have to make it in one click. It's really simple tools. If you mm. want to stake money, you, you have to make it like on the traditional bank. You put money, you get API, nothing else. Don't validate the liquid staking, what is staking, no questions. Because actually some of people uh, who come from Binance even don't understand what is the seed press. We, we talk with users a lot and uh, actually really a lot of people who buy cryptocurrency are super, super vanilla users. They mm. can't answer. Uh, I, I ask them, what is sharding? And they say, Sharding is fundamental <laughs> technology in Web3. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and, right, uh, right. Um, it's all, all context about sharding, but people have that it is fundamental technology in Web3. And uh, it's highly important to give the, the sample interface. Taking one of these things, phone mm. number, the second, the sample UI, third, the building decks and aggregator and margin trading the next level the sample withdraw deposit to fiat the next stage it's mm-hmm. a complex complex list of the of the features which will be finally create the uh traditional bank on web3 you know so you don't feel anything uh uncomfortable experience and you can explore your near ecosystem so it sounds like the here wall from what you're saying to me is like your users can use it just like we do in like real life right now with our bank for the most part, right? Like the, the friction is gone. Are you finding that a lot of your users are using near in day-to-day stuff? Like for instance, at NearCon, we bought a beer with near, like, are there places like implementing sort of like, oh, I need to go here. Boom. Use near, use my here wallet. Actually, uh, we, we thought about it. And, uh, when we started, there was ideas that people will send near worldwide, you know, like, uh, like the US dollar, but, um, actually it don't work now. So, um, web three is still some use cases which you have to solve it's kind of investing it's finance tools it's like Robinhood. you can create some orders you can use the buy nft use some apps but it's still like a special part of your life it's not uh it's really difficult to change habits of people and ask okay I forgot about your venma you use it it's a long term yeah it's a goal that people worldwide use the near the beautiful transfer but the first steps it's important to make the tools when people already hold near already hold me on Binance can super sample 
open apps have the same experience and one additional feature like buy local token or buy NFT, use magic code, one click, super, super easy transfer for, for the same niche. And I don't think that the beer, by bearing or the some other stuff will work uh, now because uh, crypto still not daily usage uh, stuff. I'm mm -hmm. really connected to the simplicity that you're talking about. Like, how do you take it? Like, I think sometimes in crypto and Web3, we're like, here's the, the dream. And it's like, that's maybe a decade or two decades away. Like, there are so many steps between like now and like full service businesses running purely on near, right? Like, that's like a wildly different like world, you know? So I, I do like that you're thinking of just like someone buys it, puts it on Binance, one more step put it on here wallet. And yeah. so uh, one last thing, just like, and we can keep this in or cut. I'm just for my own. Okay. So you've got someone, I, I say I'm, I've got a hundred thousand near, I want to stake it. I have a hundred thousand near it goes in there. Do you ever do a thing where it'll like throttle the, like, cause say there is like a crash or a run on like crypto, you know what I mean? And say I, all the wallet people start pulling out at once. Is that something that your model will automatically throttle until it unstakes it on your end? And if it's something really, uh, really uh, extra, um, if, if something happened uh, and people will be try to withdraw money, all of them, uh, they will have to wait three days. Yeah. We, so. we, we text about it. So it, it's uh, the uh, protocol red button and the wallet will be automatically block our control for money. will be automatically withdraw if the, if the count of liquidity is less than 5%. We gotcha. have instrument about a smart contract when people will automatically block our control for 10 per withdraw all money from staking to the contract and the people will be able to withdraw it so uh, we we have this mechanism but um, it will take three days in the worst way it's the same with the uh, with the staking so if if mm. all people will try to withdraw money from metapool the price to withdraw will be super high yeah. so they don't have the, the, the same as the pool so there are people who who provide instance withdraw and if people will try to withdraw uh, one one hundred thousand, you know, uh, from Metapool, the commission for instance withdrawal will be ten percent. It's not just about the here wallet; it's in general. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's a totally like I was saying that like I almost see if the here wallet is doing one extra more benefit than just a traditional because there's actually a little bit of float there that someone can use, yeah. especially yeah. when yeah. most markets are just or whatever just kind of going along. You've got a little bit of. Uh, liquid staking you can use so i think but it's just important for people who are like oh i've got all my money staked into this it's just so they know like it's it's good to you know let people get the whole thing so yeah 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 we, we do we're trying to to we read there about that super temple article how to actually it works we have documentation one of the things i think you guys are doing that i think is important to let people know about and learn more about is uh so you start to really leverage components on the phone so i saw you guys are leveraging app clips um so how do you see that actually being implemented within a DAP? You know, like how would I use a web clip uh, on my software? So like super simple example is new social. You have a, uh, you have a service and you need a wallet to be connected. Mm -hmm. And uh, what do you want to do now? You, okay, okay, please create the wallet, go to Binance, buy new, send new to your account, sign transaction. You know, people say, okay, bye. So yeah. uh, you know, you take the article how to do it. It's uh, super heavy. What you can do with here wallet, you create the app clip. It's a special QR code. If you have iPhone, you are able to try it. 
So you scan the QR code and you open the app immediately. In Apple iOS 14, there are features which able to make able to open the super light application. And what you see, you scan the QR code, you open up. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's first type of magic. You click continue, you sign your transaction, and you are logging into your social. What happened? We prove that the Unicom device give you a few money for gas. You sign transaction for add public key with limited access to, to near social, and you just scan it and you log in into near social and you can start to use it. You didn't download apps. You didn't open buying and send money. You didn't do anything. You didn't create the wallet. You didn't copy the seed trust. You just scan the QR code. And at the same time, you create, you have a wallet. You don't have a, something background like on Google account, login with Google. Mm -hmm. You know that it's happening. So you have application, you have tools how you can come back and check what's happening there, your history, your account, your avatar. And the, one of those cases, the other use cases is when someone like send money, like I, I just send you money in, in the phone number and uh, you can click to the link, open an app clip, create account. And then you say, okay, I just get $10. I want to withdraw it. And we say, okay, now you have to install native app. <laughs> but the, the first step is uh, yeah. super, super simple. Simple. It looks like that not only are you helping people open wallets, but you're also doing the full authorization for ADAP through that connection. So how how are you doing that securely where you are allowing someone to um, connect from a, a web page or whatever to the mobile app and back and forth. Well, what are you guys doing in between? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they just ask a limited access private key. So in new protocol, the, they have few private keys, they have full access, it's storage secure on your phone. But uh, at the same time, they are limited restriction, uh, private case. And we just add this private key to, to your account. And near social, for example, can sign transactions, but they can't move your money. Mm -hmm. So. It's a, it's a near protocol. It's one of the great features which build in, in near and we just use it. Yeah. And man, I'm a non-dev and we talk to, you know, 50 plus podcasts. Everybody who's a dev says the same thing about near. Like, I wish I understood how great near was. Like, I know it's oh, good. I, I know I've read the articles. I've read so many articles. I've watched the whiteboard series, but I've never coded a thing in my life. So I just hear every single dev be like, yeah, it's great. Even devs who don't build on near who have like looked at it are like, oh, amazing. Like it's, that's cool. So it's a specific to near thing that that's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and near cool. super simple. You have your private key, which help you control your money. But in near, you can create the second private key, and you can say, okay, this private key can be used only to sign transaction with no money. So I can give this private key to you, and you can, for example, play a game using my crypto account. But at the same time, I am safe because you can't move my money and uh, it's a deal which near provide so mm -hmm. it's uh, it's a few private case and we uh, website asked me to add the private key without access to money just to sign transactions they can do it to play the games to create the post on near social but at the same time they don't can't move my money it's a really great feature in near protocol and that's why the play and does it loves the near so much Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, no, it's great. I, I mean, I think that's that's such an important piece that when we talk about like innovating on chain and just building something, because part of the frustration, I think that, you know, we saw in a lot of projects, maybe even 
you know, six months ago or so is that a lot of people were just trying to copy what you saw in other chains. Let's yeah. bring whatever from ETH to near from Solana to near. But really the approach should actually be the other way of like near is unique in its technology. And so the more that we can leverage it. And so again, I think like just that when I saw that you guys were doing that and I even played around with a couple of things of just like being able to authorize, you know, from my phone on as I was on my desktop, you know, like it just, it's seamless, it's fast, it, and it just worked, right? Like it just worked. And when you see that, like it all of a sudden feels like just like I'm using my phone for like Apple Pay, right? Like I go on a website, I go to use Apple Pay, it just works, right? It just goes to my phone, I, I know Face ID, I'm in. Same thing with like your wallet. And so these are the things to me that I get super excited about, like onboarding people because I feel super comfortable telling someone, well, go down, download this wallet because I feel comfortable that it will feel more traditional to them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. 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 I'm really happy to, to hear it from, from your side. And it's uh, what we try to do in general. So if people want to use, want to play in the game on Web3, they don't need to watch the video on YouTube on 30 minutes. Totally. Uh, it's a top MetaMask. If you want right. to play, you have to play. It's the goal. So it, it should be for you super easy. Apple Pay, scan QR code, done. Right. So you just move your money from your uh, from your card to your Web3. You create account. You do all stuff on background, and you're a Web3 user. And you people in Web3 don't 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 have to be like, I have cryptocurrency. It should mm -hmm. be something daily, you know. Okay, yeah. for this right. for this for this game, I and and near make it possible. And near and uh, some some other great projects like Mercurial make some of stuff this of this stuff possible. We're excited to be in the first line of of wallets started to be focused on mass adoption more. Yeah. yeah I'm excited. I feel like a, a really huge compliment, Joe, from you. And I don't know a lot about dev compliments, but it just works seems like such high praise. Like I feel like in dev world, like something that just like it's it like it's almost like when something works so easily, it's like magic. That's like the that's like yeah. the highest, right? That's like where you want to be as a developer, I assume. Well, I mean, people don't always realize like the stuff that feels so easy and simple is the hardest stuff to do, right? Exactly, like, right. It's so much more work to make something feel seamless and easy. And so I can certainly really appreciate probably all the engineering that's gone into everything. And I really just also appreciate like that the differentiation of like, you know, I understand why near is different. And it until you see these type of things in action, it's sometimes hard to really explain to people, you know, where like it's easier to go to someone who's been on Solana and say, you know how you always have to have like a browser extension, you gotta do all this and you gotta sign all that stuff up and it's a whole thing. Well, look what you could just do at near and you can show the example like that. That's, it, it just it's a powerful sales tool as well of like why things can be uh you know so much better on near so another question just kind of because you guys are doing some stuff again that feels more traditional is the idea over time to also do more banking related type of stuff like is it you know on ramp and off ramp through through the app uh where you know actual doing kind of crypto based payments in the real world like do you see yourselves going that way or do you more just want to be that uh the custodian more or less oh yeah it's um actually yeah it's very important so people hold money on the usd and uh, if you want to buy some stuff you have to use your usd 
and on wrap on wrap and uh, and the crypto payments are very important uh actually we don't have to make custodial wallet to create your finance services there are a few ideas like you can uh, hold your money on smart contract and when you pay your card we get money from your smart contract and uh, provide these payments mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. now we yeah so uh, we think it's very important some kind of the web3 wallet it should be off ramp and so you send you can send money worldwide you know and uh, it's very important that your brother could withdraw money for your for his bank account and uh, we now we're, we now we are working with uh, with two services uh, to to solve this problem and uh, i guess so uh, we will do it's uh, not just some super goal like but it's necessary so people have to experience to deposit and withdraw money it's really bad experience today just remember your KYC on finance for me right. they ask to make a picture of my box from yeah. amazon Mm -hmm. it's a crazy right right, yeah. right right what 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 else you want that they make a pictures so uh, yeah and uh, we have to improve this pipeline as well um i, I think that it's like a super goal like to be the concrete the banking mm -hmm. but for some niche for super simple peer-to-peer -peer payments for example so we don't want to make loans for your house but with peer-to-peer -peer payments and the super simple deposit and withdrawal we definitely have to improve this uh, this user flow. No, that, that's really interesting. Yeah. So when I think of like wallets, so you're making a wallet, right? I sort of think wallet is a, a misleading term because I kind of think in the future, if I envision it right, like there's like a decentralized like near protocol. It's decentralized, a bunch of validators, sort of this universe of chunk validators, projects. And then like a wallet is basically like a key that I can like go to any dApp and like enter. Yeah. So it's kind of like a spaceship traveling through this like decentralized world of dApps. Kind of say like a browser. So you have your Safari browser, you have your yeah. Chrome, and you use it to explore 10, 10 websites. Yeah. It's, they help you to draw your, your UI. They help you make your HTTP request. Yeah. And uh, so the wallet's pretty the same, but you have not just HTTP world. You have EVM world. You have near world. You have Solana world, so um, cool. it's kind of pretty specific browser who help you explore the website and services in Web3. That's like a, that makes a lot of sense to me because most people I know don't want to get deep into to sort of the crypto Web3 space. They don't want to be doing, and so like this is like easier. It's like hey, download here wallet, and then you will kind of guide that experience from your you know from your wallet slash browser basically, and it does other things oh. as well. Right? Is that kind of? Yeah, actually, that's um, with the wallet, that two big deals. So, the one of them is we have to do something super simple, like a web browser, you can explore dApps. The second big deal is that now the people store the money on the centralized exchange. The 95% yeah. of all cryptocurrency, like for Solana, it's uh, 12 million people who hold Solana on their Binance, you know, and a uh, million wallets. So really 90% of people buy, 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 buy cryptocurrency and they don't explore it. So you have to compare two, two things. You have to make super simple browser to explore the Web3 and you have to move people from centralized exchange into your application. You know, I've been talking about like how I think like wallets are like spaceships of Web3. I'm trying to find like yeah. an analogy for normal people. Or catchy, you know, like why would someone download here wallet? You know what I mean? Like I'm really trying to like connect the dots between the 99% yeah. of people who haven't danced in crypto and what would make them like, and I think wallets are an extremely huge 
part of bringing people on because everyone knows how to download an app for the most part. That's not daunting. So if you're like download here wallet and then it can guide you, I think yeah. that's like a crucial step. Yeah, basically people, the absolutely different part of users. Some of them uh, look at their pretty interface and want to try what's, what he can do. So, okay, Neil, I'm I'm interesting. I want to explore. It's look really easy for me and I'm, I'm open to do it. The other group of people, uh, or want to explore some specific features like uh, they mm. have near on the Binance, for example, and they want to in Binance flexible APY for nearly six percent. Uh, in here wallet, we have our liquid staking protocol and flexible APY is ten percent. So you just move your near from your Binance to your here wallet. You you can you can withdraw it anytime with no commission, no limits, and uh, at the same time you have passive income twice. Mm. It's a good offer, and that's the reason why people move the money. So. Um, exploring the web tree and to receive some super simple profits like send money by phone number, twice my APY, really uh, daily use cases. Definitely would love to know what you guys have planned next. Um, you know, uh, I'd love, I'll say for ourselves, you know, we're definitely continuing to kind of play with some of the stuff that you guys are putting out. Uh, I haven't had a chance to try your indexer yet. But I mean, that looks really interesting. And, and again, I think m more of this stuff is needed. So I hope other projects are hearing this and, and, and kind of hopefully getting motivated that it's not just about putting out a product, but it's also like really contributing back to the ecosystem. Do you have more things coming down the pipeline for this type of stuff? We will add the mob in our open source. The next release, we will add the wallet um, happy into library. So now you can use it RPC, but we will do the same for wallet. So mm -hmm. you can check your uh, fungible token list. You can check any people fungible token list. You can check transaction history. You can check the which project people use. So it's more like programming wallet. Uh, mm -hmm. It's important for, for people for, for your use cases for the library. About sure. the app application, uh, the next big, we will launch Android in early February. It's a really, really, really big step. Uh, the next, we, we, we are working on uh, DEX aggregator inside. So now we we work with Tonic. Dex Tonic do really great job, but mm -hmm. there there's some tokens with more liquidity on orderly or on refinance, and uh, we will add Dex aggregator inside. Uh, we will add more features with NFT, as I mentioned. So you can send it by phone number. You can check the NFT rate for trading. We will add ramp and wrap via Mercurio to your bank account. Now we uh, we are working on to create the bank cards. There are a few a few problems. And it's uh, pretty expensive now, so probably mm -hmm. we will do it after the next round of fundraising, because mm -hmm. uh, they're like the Rails Bank in Europe who provides their bank issues with comprehending, but they ask you if you if you hundred thousand dollars to to do it. So, uh, but uh, in a pretty long term, it's it's a goal. So yeah. uh, it's about the next big features in here wallet. There are a couple of things just kind of jumped out real quick. I mean, obviously, I think the deck stuff is really interesting going there. But one question I was curious about that I meant to ask earlier, um, I used to do a lot of mobile stuff, so I'm well versed with dealing with the app stores. Uh, have they given you a hard time, like you know, trying to get updates and apps submitted? You know, is that is that have been its whole thing? Because I feel like that line of like crypto stuff in the app store is still kind of murky. And so, has that been a tough job so far? Yeah, you're right. So. Uh, there are a lot of restrictions about that. For example, our staking, we have to prove 
it is not Costa del Wallet. If we are Costa del Wallet, there are other rules and it's super difficult. If we don't Costa del Wallet, it's other, but we have to prove that our liquid staking is on a smart contract. People in support are super non-professional. Right. And they under- not understand the niche which, which they are talking about. They see the red world and they say, okay, <laughs> reject. Yeah, Stop. yeah. Um, we spend about uh, three weeks to discussion and uh, then they a couple times reject our build with, for example, with NFT avatars. They finally block our NFT avatars. They say we can't provide feature with NFT. It's uh, super strange. And yeah. uh, that's why we do more stuff with NFT on Android. So, uh, Google it. is much more uh, freedom, sure. place of freedom. Uh, so yes, we did. Uh, we, we, we solved it. So it's it's take time, it's take power, but uh, now we are available in the all country instead of China, not mm-hmm. China, but all country we unlocked. We are available in App Store, and it's a big win of uh, of our team, I guess, uh, for for the last quarter. Sure, no, that's exciting. I just have one uh, question about security with wallets because wallets could potentially be like little spacecrafts. You know, each person will have like their wallet they'll have. Uh, what is your focus on security and are you doing anything unique in that area or does near supply the security? Like, I don't really know. There are two points, two really points which we have to be careful. The one is our liquid staking because users' money hold on the staking protocol. We have to be super careful with it. With staking, we have a few things to make it more security. The number one, we passed audit with a CEO uh, and uh, they find a couple of uh, great stuff we fixed all of it, and now we're pretty secure. Uh, the number two, we uh, store all money on validators, and if someone will uh, hack our contract, we will have to, so they can't get money faster than three days. Mm-hmm. And uh, the maximum risk is 10% of the money. So, because the 90% store on validator, we will update and fix it. The third stuff which we do, we have monitors for super unusual activity, and we have force withdrawal method. So we can, from the, our side, withdraw money for users into his account. We can't get the money or transfer it, but we have force unstaking. And uh, if we call it, we can force withdraw money for some users. Now we do it if they don't have enough money for gas. So if people stake all money and they take time, they don't have enough money for gas, we force unstake for him some money. But mm. if something will happen, we can in one second unstake all free money for all users. So we, we unstake money from contract, we block money on validators, and the, the risk is super small. Also, oh. we passed audit and we're super careful with it. It's a point about the smart contract, about the wallet, you're right. It's really important to be safe in the application. Uh, we solve it because the user's private key, storage only locally on the phone in keychain. It's encrypted, it's pretty safe, and they don't, we, we don't, they don't have a, um, share it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, it, the risk of the usage is super small. The one risk is the bug in update. So we can mm-hmm. do update, with, they could something happen and you click to send money. Uh, for this, we have a really separate part in our uh, application. So when you sign transaction, there are only two screens, which are super low level on the native language, and you can't sign any transaction without approval from user side. So the separate model inside here wallet application. They have a lot of interface, screens, images, animation, and there's a core. Core is a uh, tools who we change super, super careful. 
and uh, this score uh, ask people to confirm money transaction and show what he did. So it's on our side, if they will some back, people still need to approve it, read about the amount, network, check that it's correct and click approve. So we use separate model to save, to be safe and sign a transaction. We use cage to store security and we do a lot of stuff to be secure in our request taking. Um, it's pretty a lot. I'm sorry for, for the- I oh, know that's okay. Yeah. That's awesome. yeah. yeah. I, I try to make long story short. Yeah. But, yeah, but I'd rather be a lot than you're like, yeah, we don't have much security. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd rather have a long response to that. Cool, man. Well, that's that's all the stuff I want to know right now. I mean, obviously, there's gonna be more stuff over time, and you know, down the road, we hope to talk to you again. Um, Joe, anything yeah. else? Yeah. No, I this this was great. It was, it was nice to talk to you. I'm excited to see what you guys continue to build out, and uh, this was great. Yeah, Peter. Is there anything you want to share before you go, or we will launch Android soon. So, uh, if you have Android, uh, join to our Twitter. Join to our Better tester chat. We gift NFT if you find the bugs. We are super friendly. If you if you help us to to find some problem, we give you money. We give you NFT. We give you respect roles. So try explore and uh, uh, we'll, I, I, I'm not sure when the podcast will publish. Uh, maybe Android will be already launched. But now it's what we what we very focus on, and it should be we we, we really unlock a lot of features in Web3 when we stopped work with Apple. <laughs> Because uh, Android is an area of freedom. Looking sure. forward to see here there. Cool, that's well, awesome. man. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we look forward to that too. Well, thank you so much for coming onto the show, man. It's been really fun talking awesome. to you. And it was really nice to talk with you as well. Thank you. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Yeah, bye. Ready Layer One is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy completeness or fitness for any particular purpose you should not make any decision financial investment trading or otherwise based on any of the information presented in this podcast without undertaking independent due diligence and consultant and consultation with a professional broker or financial advisor